Hi, uh, what we saying? So in the past couple of weeks, I, Greg, have been putting tweets up every Sunday on the Bird app, just kind of doing like a rough summary of like what's been happening in the scene. And it's all mainly focused on talking about the stupid stuff that happens in the scene. So it's not like X-Band released an album or X-Band um, sold out this show or something. We're specifically focusing on like the stupid stuff that happens in the scene, the, the unexplainable, the things that make absolutely no sense. And I recently got a message from my pal Sophia, who's telling me. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> Hello. Telling me that wouldn't it be cool just to like set up a podcast instead of just like instead of just like putting up one single tweet about it? We can help people understand context behind things, why they happen, how people are reacting to these things. And another thing that was Sophia's amazing idea was that she wanted me to talk to her about them, where she just doesn't know anything about them whatsoever, no preparation, totally blind. And yeah, that's kind of the premise of it. And we don't have a name for it. We don't know if it's going to become something, but we yeah. thought it'd be fun just to talk about it. Yeah, raw dog in that shit. Hell yeah. Uh, my name's Greg. I'm a photographer and a videographer in the hardcore scene. I've been filming shows for maybe like four or five years or so. I've uh, worked as part of like Outbreak and Upsurge and Dawnfest. Yeah, I'm just all over the all over the UK taking photos of bands and stuff. And it's pretty sick. Damn, that's nice. Well, I'm Sophia. I sing in a band called Divine Sentence. We're from Switzerland. We've been on tour for like a week. And I said, Greg, join me. So he did. And we were together for a week straight. And that was cool. So now we're here. Yeah. That's nice. We just hang out for like nine days straight. And it's just like, you know what? Let's just hang out even more. Let's just completely ruin each other's mental health by talking about stupid stuff that happens in the scene what mental health <laughs> when we talk about the scene we're talking about like the collective like alternative scene because there's so many different ones like there's like your metalcore twitters like the hardcore community reddit hardcore and everything these are all like little pockets within their respective scenes but what we're mainly going to focus on is the likes of hardcore metalcore punk and yeah i kind of think that we should just raw dog this pretty hard and go straight into what has been happening in the past week in this yeah. are you good to go you want to try I think wanna... I, I trust you man <laughs> I'm, I'm excited right okay what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you like a headline as if like I would as if like I was tweeting about it and it's okay. going to be something that's pretty vague but pretty telling as to what has been happening in the scene and I know that you're so you're pretty aware of this one because it's something that we've spoken about lots and it's also been all like it's been inescapable on Twitter yeah. and what it is is um, the furry getting crowd killed at the show you know like I know about it and like I try like getting the point of what the fuck was happening but I'm so confused about what's been happening with that fucking video uh, it's it's just insane, right? Because there's so, like, I, I genuinely feel that we've gotten to the point now where we've kind of came to some sort of resolution, right? See, rather than just, like, jumping straight to the end, basically, the title is what it is, is um, Furry Gets Crowd Killed at a Show. And it was for a band called From Joy, and there was rumours going about that the person that basically got their jaw 
spun around their head by literally it looked like something that was like from like a like a looney tunes cartoon where like yeah they're only wearing like the furry head and they just get punched directly in the jaw and it spins the head halfway around (laughs) (laughs) yeah right it's just absolutely nuts but um as per usual in like the past year or two mosh discourse has been something that a lot of people have had really really strong opinions on and yeah with the rise of like main character syndrome online everyone wants to have an opinion on this so um what it is is um exactly what i've told you there a furry gets absolutely rocked in the jaw head spins halfway around and people are sharing this like ah this is so funny furries get wrecked but it's eventually gotten to the point now that i feel like the word furry has been used so much now that it's effectively became trending and people from the furry community have now decided to descend upon this tweet and are sharing it and saying things like this is assault this guy needs to go to prison i can't believe this and it's kind of grown arms and legs at this point like have you seen um have you seen what people are now saying about um the 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 woman the furry is um has been like hospitalized from it? I just I just read that uh, she's been hospitalized and the jaw thing, but like I I haven't been updated since, so I'm like kind of in the dark right now. Right, it's so dumb. I love it. I absolutely adore it because it's just like it's stupid seeing stuff. But basically, just to kind of go on from that point, um, furry gets its jaw rocked. Uh, the furry community has now descended upon the tweet and they're sharing like this person needs to go to prison and that. I think they've kind of managed to identify who it is that, oh. that landed like the hit. And I yeah. don't think that they really give a fuck. They're kind of just still laughing about it. They've not, like, apologised or really given a fuck. They're just like, ha this is funny. Furry get wrecked. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And now the furry community is a f- is just a relentless tweeting. I've been in support of it, saying things like, how dare you uh, treat the furry community like this? Like, because, like, someone actually embraced, like, a really, really good point that I thought. Um, it was okay. the in the hardcore community quite a lot of people are drawn to it because like it's kind of like a collection of almost like outcasts and people that don't actually feel that they have a place within like uh other communities or groups and kind of the furry community is like quite similar apparently like yeah. like the stereotype itself is that yeah all these furries love to fuck each other they make up all these personas <laughs> it's like they're super artificiality and all this shit and yeah. that's the stereotype and I think a lot of people are just choosing to not actually learn more about what it be a furry and me being me and being an absolute sponge for knowledge I couldn't help but read into it and I kind of felt like I'm either going to fall down the rabbit hole and I'm really going to find out that it is about furries fucking each other or I'm going to find out that it's actually just people that class themselves as not being part of like a bigger community and the furry community is something that they actually kind of felt home in and it's similar to hardcore in the fact that we're all kind of outcasts in this case but um it's yeah 
So I, I don't know, man. Like I've watched this video like probably like hundred times at this point because it's been on my fucking timeline. But every time I just ask myself, why was there someone with the fairy head standing in the pit? Because it's like no one really questions it. It's just kind of, it's just like there, and then the fucking hit happens, and every like hell breaks loose. But I'm right there questioning why is there someone dressed as a fairy in the pit? Okay, that's actually such a solid question and such like a like segue. <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, what the hell is happening there? Like, is it like? It's not Halloween, right? No one was dressed up. Oh, no, no, no. So, so I'm, like, totally confused. What the okay. fuck? So, from the reading that I've done, um, there's there's basically two sides of this, and it's actually all been completely cleared up by the woman that was hit. So okay. What what the initial deal was was that people were saying the band had requested the this woman to turn up in their fursuit, which... <laughs> Which to me, I kind of thinks, what? Why? Like, I don't like. This is the unexplainable. Why would they ask that? But then, people have kind of answered that question for themselves, and they're saying things like, "Oh yeah, they asked them to turn up to the show in the fursuit because um, because they were, it it was a show that was specifically about targeting furries and there was a prejudice against." Oh yeah, them. I read that. Oh god, that's such a stupid fucking point yeah so like th- there was nothing that backed this yeah like, one person had said it and was just like yeah that makes sense this person has hit someone for no reason let's attach a reason to it and say it has happened because they're, they're purely because they're furry they're the only person in the pit there is so many people on the edge of the pit that they could have hit but they chose to hit the person wearing the furry head like not yeah. like a not like it's a big enough target in itself, but no. the the whole idea that crowd killing is targeted assault is such a massive like, misconception. Yeah, of course. It's so that was one side of it, that people were saying that the, the band had requested that they turn up in the first suit so people could target furries. Like, like it was a planned assassination, like it was some JFK shit. Yeah. The other side of it was that... Um, this person turned up on their own accord in a fursuit because they like hardcore and they wanted to be there purely because they like hardcore and they're not they're not scared of who they are and their their fursona that they've created for themselves yeah they don't care what other people think they turned up in in their fursuit and that was that and they were happy about that so um those those were kind of like the two sides on it which honestly is... like the second point like i respect that but that's also kind of i can't imagine how fucking hot it is first <laughs> like that at a hardcore show honestly like that's going to like a hardcore show like in a shirt it doesn't matter how big the room is you're gonna yeah and it's gonna be warm as hell no matter what yeah and men are gonna fucking rip off their shirts anyway so how about i wear a fucking fursuit with a head on Mm -hmm. and try to mosh that's fucking insane 
like when you say about like men are gonna rip off their shirts anyway it makes me think like did this person come like in the full fur suit and they thought damn this is hot i'm gonna take off the full suit but leave the head on like yeah maybe to like stay anonymous who knows yeah exactly <laughs> they want to remain in character yeah yeah <laughs> so um what effectively cleared all of this up is that mm-hmm. women that got hit ended up responding to this and okay. said like hey i'm out of the hospital now um i've had like ct scans this this is this is what has happened like okay. um the band didn't request for me to wear the fursuit like just like everyone else i was invited to the show i saw the flyer went to the show because i wanted to go to the show i like the yeah. music i wanted to go that was it nothing more nothing less they cleared all that up so yeah there was a lot of people kind of looking pretty stupid at that point but i don't think it stopped a lot of people from being stupid they yeah. just decided you know what we're gonna run with this they've said the word hospital so that means that they're gravely hurt so that means that since the first thing that we had talked shit about doesn't have anything to back it anymore so let's talk shit about something completely different which is yeah. just came out of hospital they have a fractured skull they have uh, brain trauma they're never going to be the same again they're bleeding in their brain and stuff like that oh my God. so effectively that all starts doing the rounds and we still have two sides at this point which is um all of these injuries have happened and this person has had all these scars they're going to be lumped with x amount of uh, medical bills because they're in the u.s which is which which sucks that they don't have yeah yeah which is like no health insurance or anything like that and i think like it, it amounted to something like like six thousand dollars or something like that so um it was like a like a, like all, all from like one hit like it's just incredible but um the other side of it was just like haha funny got hit haha like you're at a show like like you you need to be aware of what's going on around you you need to be aware of the fact that people are going to mosh people are going to crowd kill that and if you get hit you get hit you're on the edge of the pit what do you yeah like also wearing that fucking fur head i can't imagine you see a lot like what's happening yeah like around you like maybe the front because i just seen them standing like they're still looking at the front like how the fuck are you supposed to see what's happening like right next to you for real so i don't know man like going into a pit like in the u.s when you're like american i you you risk your life basically every time because mm-hmm. shit looks shit looks fucking insane i've been to america once and i saw the pit there and i have not stepped one single foot into that because honestly i kind of want to keep living yeah it looks so like, bad oh my god i can't imagine how people are managing like health insurance and shit like hospital bills in america yeah i i don't i don't know how they're doing it like you're saying about those shows in america like i always think about like the pit from like the first note of the big boy set in sound and fury this year <laughs> yeah like literally one one note and this place is just insane. There's barriers getting thrown and stuff. And yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Absolutely nuts. So hell no. Like I, I have no idea how people manage their health insurance over there. But yeah, go going going back to it. So like people are saying that it roughly comes to about six K. 
And that yeah. number gets plucked out of the air and nobody's really sure where the hell that number came from. But then yeah. I did more digging into it and the 6K comes from the GoFundMe that it's been that's been um um like listed for um for the woman and it's for the amount of 6k and the furry community being an incredibly tight-knit community he managed to raise like the 6k within like 24 hours and like it's still going like I think they're up to maybe like 7 or 8k now but like it's it's cool that they've managed to raise all that money to kind of help one person that they're they're kind of perceiving to be like victimized so this is where the woman comes out again and is like hang on (laughs) why are you coming up with all these injuries and shit like i have brain trauma i have bleeding in the brain it's like no it's like i've got like a fracture around like my left eye so like my left eye can't be moved but in time it will and like there's like um there's like a, a fracture like to um tighten their skull okay shit so, so um, bad but no brain bleeding yeah some like pretty bad stuff so it'll be like um they'll get like a plate put in their skull and then i think like the the um the the bleeding and like the but like it's still still pretty scary thing to happen yeah that sucks um, but stuff. the rabbit hole just goes deeper at this point so um the 6k has been raised for this woman but the furry community doesn't want to stop at this point and suddenly metalcore twitter has like latched onto this as well and metalcore twitter is the softest part of like (laughs) the internet and they're like hang on this is assault the band should be paying for this this is bullshit all of a sudden people are like yeah the the band made this happen as if the band are responsible (laughs) for the behavior of the people that go to their shows like almost like they're like band bands are suddenly like caretakers and childminders it shows yeah, definitely like i just i i think that's nuts like i yeah, yeah. Like, i can admit like i used to think like oh yeah like bands have kind of got like some level of influence over their fans but i kind of think that it, there comes a point there there's like a line in the sand where like what people do at shows isn't a reflection of the band themselves like sometimes people yeah. are assholes because they're assholes. Yeah, I mean, if if someone's really got to say something, then it's the promoter or the like the booker or whoever does the show. Be like, yeah, please don't do that. And if they still do it, well, sucks. But you know, shows, mm-hmm. hardcore shows. Yeah, totally sucks sometimes. <laughs> like it happens. Like yeah. That. And then the rabbit hole goes even further at this point. Oh my god. Right. The band ends up responding to this because, like, n- none yeah. of them responded except one person in the band who is just like replying to everything, like LMAO, lol. This is so uh-huh, funny. But um, but he's only well, they're only responding because they don't know the full, the the full like um under they don't have the full understanding of the situation. They're just seeing someone getting crowd killed in a furry suit and thinking, haha, that's funny. But, yeah. Um, after like learning more about it and after being pressured so hard by like the funny community, band ends up putting up a response being like, yo, we understand like the gravity of the situation. We've spoken to the woman that's been um, put in hospital and we're going to be helping with the medical bills. We're going to be doing what we can to kind of, to write things. So, so like, it's, it's a, it's a great thing. And they're like, and they apologize and they're like, I'm, I'm like, we're really sorry that this has happened 
at one of our shows. It's not something we would have expected to happen at our shows, but we'll do whatever we can to make it right. So the furry community has gotten what they want. Yes. But they're mm-hmm. not happy that they've gotten what they want. Yeah, of course they're not happy. It's like, oh yeah, solution. We're still mad. It yeah. still happened. Like it happens oh. in so many different scenes and stuff. It's like um oh, a band gets cancelled and it's just like, oh man, can't believe that band's been cancelled. Right, let's start let's start uh, cancelling all the bands that are associated with that band. And then oh, all yeah. the bands get cancelled as well. And it's like I've got the thing that I want, but I'm not happy. I need to go further. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like they're they're reaching basically. Yeah. So um oh, man. band reaches out, they've been in contact with the women, they're like, we're gonna help with the medical bills and stuff. Furry community isn't happy that they've gotten what they want. So more people from hardcore have started getting involved, being like, um, you guys have gotten what you want, like you you can stop. But yeah. now they got to the point that um the cage keeps getting rattled and it's gotten to the point where like people are just like saying like stupid stuff that's getting them in trouble like people are like saying like oh i'm so annoyed that the photo community has gotten what they want but like the these like keep your fucking sex cult kink shit to yourself and then that goes opens like another can of worms and all of a sudden people on the internet are arguing about how um furries don't want to have sex with animals even though they're oh, as animals. And all of a sudden, hardcore has devolved into like this little chamber <laughs> where people are trying to discuss what yeah. these do and don't want to fuck. And it's, it's yeah, that, that that's insane. I, I like, we could go further and further into this bit. It gets to the point where like we're talking about like minor details, things that don't actually matter and things that are just conversations for the sake of conversation. But, um, yeah, that's the duel with the furry getting crowd killed. That's, I mean, it's kind of insane. Like, 2023, we were talking about furries in the pit getting crowd killed, which I know it was just kind of, it just happened, right? It's not like a thing that furries get crowd killed in a pit, but it's still so, so weird to me that this is a headline yeah. <laughs> you're reading right now. I kind of thought that if I gave you, like, a bare minimum headline, then, like, it would kind of give you like like the, the first thing that comes into your head is the thing that I find like the most important with like these headlines because that's how quite a lot of people on Twitter and social media react because like they don't want to read more into things. They just want to see short form information that gives them like a summary of the story and then they Funny can whatever the hell they want after that. Yeah, that's not happening for most of them. I mean, I could get into a rabbit hole, but you're doing it for me. So I'm like, God damn, that's a lot of stuff happening around this one headline. Yeah, exactly. Like it's <laughs> like the the rabbit hole is always like so long and intensive when it comes to like these things. But like, my God, it actually feels great knowing the ins and outs of a situation and actually being able to like form an opinion based on what yeah. has actually happened instead of being like, this person has brain trauma. Oh, oh my god I can't believe this has ever happened and then the oh person's like god. actually I don't have brain trauma and it's ah oh, fuck like, yeah but the, like the weirdest thing is she even came out to talk about it like the band said blah 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 we talked to her basically the situation is done yeah of course you can have the discourse about if it's right or wrong 
mm-hmm. to like hit people as hard as that dude did I guess because she was wearing that fucking head and she still got a fucking fracture on her skull yeah like, damn yeah but I was like what do you want more that's all you can get that's like perfect solution to the situation that we have it's kind of like trying to bite off more than you can chew you get your resume yeah. you want more sometimes you've kind of just got to to take the w's when you can like yeah honestly i'll take that like i'm happy for her that she's actually okay and i'm happy for the band that they're helping out even though they they actually don't have to but it's i guess they're nice people so they just do what they do right okay do you want do you want the next headline oh my god (laughs) i'm so excited yes (laughs) right okay um okay i've got two here that we can um do you want to hear the one about the security guard or do you want to hear about the Paramore tribute band? I think I've read a bit about the Paramore tribute band, but I have no idea what's happening with the security guard. So hit me with that. Okay. So um, the security guard headline is a ghost main security guard chokeslam. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Insane, right? Yes. so um what the deal with that is is um in in recent times like think of the likes of like astro world and stuff like that yeah okay and think of like like rolling loud and like all like those big shows where like mainstream like rappers have been playing and there's been like a lot of like stage invasion happening where like people um that are working security have to like basically run up and tackle these people and stop yeah. them actually uh, from like basically like confronting the artists themselves. So yeah. uh, people always complain about how security are so slow, they're inexperienced, they're not aware of what's going on, and somehow these people manage to jump the barrier and get up on stage. So the Ghost Main Security Guard Chokeslam is now the polar opposite of that, where um, you've got the artist Ghost Main. Who kind of makes like a lot of like um what's what's kind of the best way to describe like ghost means music uh it's like music for alternative people i've listened to ghost main like years ago so i have no idea what he's up to now but it's like ah it's so so weird to describe i guess like a little bit softer people in hardcore would enjoy that and call it a mosh pit Mm-hmm. something yeah. like that or like the metalcore bubble would be like the soft people would enjoy a mosh pit at a ghost main show which i think might go hard you know like depending on the people but like yeah, you know <laughs> like it's it's kind of like that i don't know like i i kind of think of it as like um it, it's it's like metalcore for people that like rap but not like not yeah. like metal, not like any Ocean Grove bullshit or anything like that. It's the sort of like light show heavy music where like, like yeah. all, all that sort of shit. But um, so, and then I th- I think it's like the the drummer from like Twitching Tongues also drums for Ghost Main as well. So like there's ties, oh. in the, which is pretty well. But, um, I did not know that. <laughs> Find that out like um like a like maybe like a, a year or two ago when Ghostman was meant to be playing in Scotland, but uh yeah. yeah. So um, 
everyone has been complaining about security guards not actually doing their due diligence and not stopping people from stage invasions. So yeah. at the Postman show, you can see that there's this, like it's a it's a packed show, barriers up and everything. There's like a really, really tall stage that like between the stage and the okay. barriers, like there's quite a drop. So yeah, once they get over it, they would have one hell of a climb to like get up on stage. So you can see okay. that these kids, like that's me painting the scene for you so you know what the deal's going on. Yes, 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 I'm imagining it right now. You can see that there's this kid that is crowd surfing in the center of the crowd coming towards the front. So he's, he's basically going to be coming over the barrier. But yeah. you can see it coming for like a good like 60 seconds or something like that. And it's really gentle. He just kind of like slowly like goes over the barrier, like puts his foot down on the step and he's fine. But as soon as this kid's foot touches the step on the inside of the barrier closest to the stage, this security guard basically just throws his hand around his neck and holds him up against the barrier above the crowd. What the fuck? Some sort of like WWE, like big show shit. Okay. <laughs> what the hell? So whilst this is happening, like the music's still going, but Ghostman's like, what the fuck is going on? First person to knock out the security guard gets a free shirt. And that's like the end of the video. Oh no. So nobody actually knows what is going on from that point, but there's people on the bird app as usual that yeah. are like, yeah, like if I was in that situation, if I was at that show, I would have jumped the barrier and I would have saved this guy. And it's like, no, you wouldn't have. Like main character syndrome right there. Yeah, it's the it's the main character syndrome. It's like inserting yourself into a situation that has nothing to do with you you have no personal bearing in this battle like yeah. you are posting on the bird app to make yourself relevant for no fucking reason yeah um but you can see that in the video like quite a lot of people are like watching like this guy being held up by the security guard by the by the throat and everyone's just like oh my god oh my god did that just happen like oh, what, yeah. what the fuck? and then like people like filming it on their phones and stuff like that but what has effectively happened in this point, the discourse around this isn't necessarily like uh, security is like not doing their job. This is a case of like security has done their job, but they've done it wrong. Yeah. So it's effectively turned into this whole argument of the security has this fine line where they're meant to be protecting people, but they're also meant to be protecting the artist as well. But then by protecting the artist, they're mm. the crowd in danger by treating them that way. It's it's like I don't know. It's like security brutality at shows. It's it's absolutely nuts. But you've got a lot of people responding on the bird app with the main character syndrome shit. But you've also got people mm -hmm. that are like, I spoke to the security guard during the show, and the security guard told me that um he saw red or he or he had a reaction or something like. People just talking absolute garbage and people just kind of making up stuff to add to the conversation to kind of create this whole narrative around this is a, a rogue security guard that is snapped or I don't know, like it's going to turn into like some like film noir shit of like how this security yeah. was on a rampage or some shit. And yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just pretty wild that people have it's always the same, like, discourse, even here in Europe, when we have security, 
they usually either don't do a lot or they do too much it's yeah. always like they never find that like middle thing where they just do what they're supposed to do and that's it and they're just nice people yeah usually I've always been very irritated by security every time I was at a show not because I did stuff but because I've seen them handle people in the wrong way because you don't have to be that rough man True. it's like they just people having fun and if they're overstepping you can just tell them or if they're like not listening okay you can like maybe grab them and put them into their place and be like yo man whatever the fuck is happening blah blah please if you could stop that'd be great and if they're just like fucking stupid or like drunk or you can kick him out yeah you know you don't have to be that rough with people like fucking choking and all that shit and that's that doesn't belong right there yeah that's a whole different level like like that whole like subculture that also has like ties to hardcore and metalcore like there's gonna be motion there's gonna be crowd surfing but I think you need to understand the sort of people that are actually going to be attending these shows. And I think that once a show get like, once an artist gets so big that security aren't necessarily aware of the sort of, um, aren't aware of like the sort of antics that go on at these shows because they're used to kind of working with like other bigger artists where like people just like dance and sing and stuff. Like, like you're more like mainstream kind of like your pop or your indie artists where people just dance and stuff. But when, an alternative artist gets so big that's when like these like factors like of moshing and crowd surfing like start to like become a thing and yeah i think it's quite hard for like security to actually like be totally aware of this because to be so invested like in a subculture to know what to expect is pretty hard but like i was uh, i mean doesn't it kind of go with the job because i mean if you're a security guard at a show like in general you should be aware of every kind of show that could be happening because you're standing there for a reason right yeah that's true so i don't know i i've been to a turnstile show where people were crowd surfing and shit and the security guards just helped people either get over the thing or just back into the crowd to just get down so you know you just have these two kinds of yeah i get it so i don't know it it works but when i think about like security that actually like knows their job i think of like hood soldier that usually work like outbreak fest because like they've uh, they've done outbreak and worked with chromags and like they've kind of got like a long history of like working like in hardcore punk and alternative music so like they kind of they kind of know like the ins and outs of um how to like handle crowds that are different from like your pop and indie ones that kind of just like sing and dance and whatnot But, I don't yeah. know, man, because when I was at Outbreak last year, I just remember people shit-talking security, so I don't actually know what was happening there. Mm, I get you. Like, uh, yeah. I think it was me because, like, I was working with them, like, directly, that, like, maybe, maybe my, my my personal experience is, like, molding my perspective on it, but I felt they were, and I think that if you could kind of have, like, that's the way that they handled things, if that could be, yeah. like, mirrored by like other security companies that would be great but you can't always get what you want i think i I think that no matter what security does there's always going to be a problem because like how security does their job is totally subjective and it's absolutely based on how the person themselves like kind of deals with it because there'll be some 
little see people moshing and then like security will break it up because they'll think right it's getting a it's getting a bit like a bit rowdy it's getting a bit um a bit dangerous looking if anything then then they'll break it up and some people will be like oh like that's bullshit why would security do that like that's just people moshing but then there'll be other people being like oh that's it's good that they broke that up because it actually stops people from getting hurt but yeah i can get it but it's like i think every security and no matter what the company should be just like trained to handle every crowd that there is i mean we've seen it all at this point yeah i don't think i i will see anything new happening in a fucking mosh pit or crowd at any concert because there's been so much shit happening like yeah you would you would think that they should be trained to the point that they're actually able to deal with like so many different crowds and like security firms will be getting exposed to like completely new things to them as well but like for years like we've seen like knock loose and turnstile like become huge and there's been fans that have been there from the beginning with them that have always marched have always like crowd surfed and whatnot and mm-hmm. they've done that the whole time and you'd think that security firms would pick up on that and be like actually well this is it's cool that this is like getting so big but we actually kind of need to like start learning how to deal with these sorts of crowds because this stuff's just as popular as like other mainstream artists and then you've got mainstream artists fan bases that are just becoming more and more like rabid and insane like Taylor Swift shows and that where like there's people in the stands fighting with each other and it's just like how can how can you fight people when you're listening to folklore like what the hell (laughs) I don't know I don't know that's a mystery to me but you know fans are fans doesn't matter if it's sports doesn't matter if it's music people are gonna go wild for some reason you're totally right okay you ready for the next one Okay, hit me with the Haley. Okay. Uh, we touched on it briefly earlier. The Paramore tribute band. They're not actually a tribute band. They're just a band that are... I, I just. I don't, okay, so like, I'll read you the headline. Paramore tribute band writes song about why we shouldn't compare women to each other by naming song after a woman that their vocalist is trying to be. Oh my God, what a headline. <laughs> what a headline. Oh my God. Okay, so... <laughs> Uh, it's a band called Glimmers and they've yep. got a really cool aesthetic their sound is like their sound is something that I think a lot of people could get into poppy alternative sort of thing like big choruses and hooks and stuff and yeah 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 like you can you can see why people would like it but um yeah. so this band had written a song um and they named it Haley because they have um they've been influenced a lot by the likes of Haley Williams and other women within the music scene. But the whole mm-hmm. purpose of this song was to talk about why there's um misogyny is rife in the music scene and how women are treated unfairly, they're underpaid, and they're not taken as seriously as their mm-hmm. male counterparts purely because they're women it's a great thing to talk about it's a conversation that we should always like keep relevant and keep current and the main thing they want to talk about is that we shouldn't be comparing women to other women that every woman is their own individual talent and they've all got amazing things to offer and we shouldn't just put women into a box you know with like like female fronted hardcore and stuff oh my god don't get me started on this (laughs) 
yeah, like a totally different vocalist getting compared just because they're women makes so much sense to me, right? It's the same because they're women, right? Oh yeah, my god. Exactly. It should all be totally the same. It's like comparing um it's like comparing the nineteen seventy-five to like on a Marth. Like comparing those two bands and being like, yeah, well well they're the same because mm. men in them. It's yeah, like, right. I mean Slayer and turnstile are basically the same at this point, right? Oh exactly. But, yeah. It's just like Man of War and Enter Shikari. Same band. Yes. Same band right there. Has men in it. Yeah. Oh. It's just it's just absolutely nuts that people can put the likes of um we've got at like say Divine Sentence and then uh World of Pleasure, but then we'll throw Nightwish in there and Evanescence in there. They're all the same yeah. because right? they in them. That logic is <laughs> foolproof. Fucking yes. stupid. It's just nuts. So um, yeah. Ban Glimmers wrote a song called Haley because they're very influenced by the likes of Haley Williams, but they wrote a song about how we shouldn't compare women to each other in the industry because they're all individual talents and they all have amazing things to offer. Like they're all they're they're all their own people and the whole mm-hmm. female genre is bullshit, which which is great. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Good. Drive that home. That shit rules. Totally. Yeah. But then the thing that's turned out to be quite weird about this is that it's a great message. The thing that's quite odd that a lot of people have pointed out is that they, they've essentially had to change the name of the song now. It's no longer called Haley. It's now called Jaded. And uh, no. yeah, they've changed the name of the song to Jaded. Well, it's not that they had to, it's that they chose to do it because people pointed at the hypocrisy and what it is that they're doing. And they've kept the same artwork, by the way, for the single. It still says Haley, which makes it even better. But, oh, uh, my God. So the, the hypocrisy that's been pointed out here is that they're singing about how women shouldn't be compared to one another and how they shouldn't like build their own success off the back of any other women. But the song is called Haley after Haley Williams from Paramore. And every single post that the band has made in the past, they're making use of hashtags because it's a marketable mm. thing that people do. Every one of their hashtags in it has like pop punk, alternative, Paramore, Hayley Williams. And it's gotten to the point that all of their posts are now hashtagging these things. It might have just been a copy paste thing, whatever, but it's the fact that they're still using another woman's success as like a platform to create their own success. And it totally goes against what it is that they've wrote that song about in the first place. After doing more digging into it, there's more photos being posted by the band where the vocalist is effectively doing side-by-side photos with themselves and Hayley Williams, where they've done their they've dyed their hair to look like Hayley Williams, or they've bought the same jacket that Hayley Williams is wearing in a particular shoot. And it's just like, you were literally just talking about how we shouldn't compare women. We should see them all as individuals. But then you've gone and modeled your whole aesthetic and sound and social media around looking and sounding like Paramore. Don't they have, they have like a woman and two guys, right? Yeah. In the band. yeah Don't yeah. they have like these photo shoots where it basically looks like a Paramore shoot? Yeah, exactly. Because it's just like the same kind of aesthetic thing. Mm-hmm. They're just like Paramore made it. And now they're just kind of jumping on it. And it just looks kind of the same. 
Yeah, exactly. That's insane. I'll I'll read through this like they they essentially put out a statement after people started being like, it's kind of weird that you're trying to build off another woman's. Yeah, I I think I only I only saw the statement, and I was like, who is this? Why are they talking about Haley Williams? So why am I getting a notes app thing on my timeline? So hit me with it. Okay, so the notes app here is um there's there's two parts of it that I think are really, really worth kind of mentioning because I think it really puts it into perspective what 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 they've intended to put across. Part of the statement here is a uh, growing up in the music industry as a woman means a vast amount of challenges are thrown your way. In rock music, there is a ton of misogyny, sexism, and people telling you what to do and what kind of artist to be. There is also mm-hmm. the people who will put your band in a box just like female fronted or comparing you to others over and over again. Miss Haley Williams is someone who I've looked up to since I was 12 years old. And yes, she is a trailblazer. But even Haley got compared to artists that came before her, like Gwen Stefani and Abra Levine. We named the song Haley to symbolize the fact that comparison is a common issue for women in the scene. So they've they've wrote about how comparison is something that is very prevalent in the scene because women are constantly compared to each other and put into this female fronted box but they've named the song Haley, where they are comparing other women to other women in their song like they're trying to point out the hypocrisy of it by essentially being hypocrites themselves and it, it, it further goes on to say like this comparison has been a conversation with our, within our industry for years and myself individually receives it at almost every show. This is in no way a dig or hateful comment at Haley. We hold their music dear and wanted to create something relatable for non-male artists or any sort to keep highlighting what makes them unique. So they want to create something unique but relatable that they're doing that by modeling themselves and this song after another artist who was previously compared constantly to artists for them. So effectively, they're doing the music industry's job of yeah. women and putting them in a box. And yeah, it's a lot of people have pointed that out. And that's what's basically led to the song name changing. But like, honestly, like, I'm just looking for their like Twitter and shit just to like, remember what the fuck is happening and like what they look like and like looking at like the pictures and all of that I would have never thought about Paramore or like Hayley Williams because I don't think she looks anything like her Mm -hmm. but then like looking at the comparisons they make themselves I'm like they just like they're taking their own their own grave basically with yeah. doing that shit. So yeah, they're hypocrites. That's kind of like you can you can adore a singer, a band. You can like mention it once or twice because I mean, as a band, you'll get compared anyway, sound wise, um, just like aesthetically or just like what you're standing for because we're a vegan band, right? Divine Sound is vegan, so we're gonna get compared to any vegan band doesn't yep. matter if the sound is correct so uh, them doing it themselves i i have never like i would never compare myself to any other band besides like the sound not because there's a woman in it because i don't care <laughs> i don't know <laughs> it's so weird 
no you're you're absolutely right you're absolutely right it's like the comparison like you yourself won't make the comparison but once it's actually pointed out to you it's like well what why 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 would you make that comparison and what is that comparison based on purely because there's a woman in the band like or yeah, I hate that. It's, it's two bands that talk about veganism or it's two like straight edge bands like it yeah it's silly man. it's so silly i think the thing that's kind of dug the grave a little bit further is the end of the statement which is uh most of you have commented on our videos don't know me or my story and usually like that prefaces as a whole of being like you don't know shit i didn't do like that that stupid like um i think you should leave sure whatever the hell it's called and it's like i didn't do fucking shit i didn't do fucking shit and it's it's just like this whole you don't know me or my story and it just creates this whole idea of that Everyone that has commented on this or pointed this out is talking bullshit. We've said what we want to say. We are right. All of these people are wrong. No matter how much they point out the comparisons and how hypocritical we're being, they're all wrong. We are right. That's kind of the the premise. How are you supposed to notice or like, am I as like, let's say I listen to this band. Am I supposed to like research everything about every single member and what every single song stands for and what every single fucking video has a meaning for like no if you want to tell what it's about then do because i'm not gonna assume or like try to figure it out because i'm just here for the music man yeah totally (laughs) so silly that is how it should be you're here for the music and that is it nothing Uh... nothing less right okay i have one more for you that I kind of wish I did a bit more reading into to try. Maybe I know something about it. Who knows? <laughs> okay, so um, a short and simple one. Um, <clears throat> no more bad omens meet and greets. Oh, God. Okay, I have no idea what's <laughs> happening. I hear bad omens. Uh, it is a bad omen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, okay, what what ha- what happening? What happened? Okay, so from from what I have read, is it? No, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna sit on this one, and I'm gonna come back to it because <laughs> it's yeah. that bad. I I want to be I want to be more more like in tune with what like what it is and why because like i only know a little bit about it but i would love to know more okay so let's talk about a completely a completely different one that happened like pretty recently and it's kind of funny so um death grips leaving (laughs) mid-set yeah we know about that one we talked about that oh my god yeah oh my god what a meme so um death grips are on like a, a pretty huge tour right now like yeah. like it's like how long is it is it like it's like weeks and weeks like it's a massive like it's massive you know, yeah like, that for sure so um halfway through the set the like death grips just walk off and they yeah. just they, they can't deal with it so the first tweet that kind of like came about is like this one photo where um 
I actually know to preface that there's um a guy went to the show and just tweeted death grips let's go this was like it this was like hours before the show and then a couple hours later well, not even not even a couple hours later like literally an hour later there's a photo posted of death grips stood at the side of the stage and all the music stops and it just says, Death Grips rightfully walked off stage tonight because children can't keep themselves from throwing water and glow sticks at acts that they paid to see. Oh, man. And it's just that's nuts. And then there's more. There's now, there's now videos that are appearing, and it shows that the band can't even play their music or anything like that because everyone just won't shut the fuck up. And everyone's just being weird. And everyone, like, there's a kid that's like, pissed in front of the barrier before the sets even started right that's so bad and just like kids just keep throwing shit at them they're throwing their drinks and everything at them and it's it's just it's so fucking weird man but like from what i know of like the death grips fan base is that it's all people that are like stereotypically chronically online people that don't people that need to touch grass is kind of like what i've been told about it and like what I've read about it and this whole idea that like they're paying money to see the band so they feel entitled to be able to do whatever the hell they want like you've paid for the ticket which pays for the band and there's people that have this understanding that if they pay for the ticket then they're paying the band's wage therefore they should be able to act however the hell they want because they're effect- they feel that they're effectively paying the band yeah. So, um, yeah, it's again, it's like main character syndrome, right? Which kind of just seems to be pretty prevalent in the majority of shows and scenes right now, where people. Yeah, just, I, I just don't like. It's so weird how, especially like this year, it has come up so much with like these weird things that people keep doing, be it like just going on stage and doing shit, or like in the pit or like just in the crowd like I don't know where that's coming from because I've never seen that before like I think a lot of people like talk about how um with like COVID and lockdowns there's been quite a lot of people that have gotten into that have gotten into music and gotten into shows through like the media that they've consumed online of what shows are like through the likes of like Hate Five Six or Daitan Films or Scoped Exposure like there's this whole idea that that is that is how people view these shows but they'll not view these shows through watching like a 20 minute set they'll watch like the little highlight of like shit going off and Mm -hmm. that's how it always is that's how it always is they'll see someone doing like a front flip and think like i can just do that whenever i fucking want which in a sense you kind of can depending on what the show is but at the same time it's like you've kind of got to be respectful of the artist that's putting the show on because like yeah you're the ones on stage not you yeah because i don't know it's been happening a lot recently where i've seen just like general like musicians pop stars getting hit with like random shit on stage which i think is fucking weird yeah why would anyone throw anything on stage besides like maybe like flowers or something you know like the old school shit but like glow sticks water bottles i even read that someone threw a phone at them 
<laughs> a desperate a fucking phone yeah so like of course they're gonna fucking leave it's annoying yeah it's... what's the point i don't know like i think i think it's definitely a lot to do with like the media that people are consuming online i think like with lockdowns i don't think that this whole like gig etiquette thing has ever like i don't think it's ever really been like a thing to me like i think that's like that that's my like my hot take i don't think gig etiquette is a thing i think it's bullshit i think that going to a show you should be using common sense to know when and when not to do shit and you should just not be a fucking idiot all the time especially like, like weird shit yeah like why would you would you want someone to throw a phone at you at your own show like would you want someone to throw glow sticks at you whilst you're playing would you want someone to throw like a, a pint cup of water at you whilst you're playing like it's it's just nuts like, I don't think people can actually, like, okay, this is the thing that I think is wild, right? Is that mm-hmm. people love to insert themselves into situations where they're the main character, where no matter what they do, they're the one that comes out on top. But they can they can never insert themselves into a situation where they don't come out on top. It's always like, I can insert myself where everything I do is right, but they can't insert themselves into a situation where their actions have consequences. And I think that Death Grips Walking Off Stage is an absolute textbook, perfect example of that, that if you do dumb shit, it's like play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Like, fuck around and find out. It's fantastic. Uh, but it's such a good thing because it's just so simple, right? They just walk off stage. Nothing really, like, happens. It's just like, yeah, we're done. Yeah, like, that's it. Like, yeah, who that's could... it. Like, n- no one really cares. Like, I don't care. I'm I'm done with you. Bye. Yeah, totally. That's so effective. And I hope people fucking get it. Like, like it, you don't need to fight. You don't need to be rude. You just have to just walk off and be like, yeah, fuck you. I'm, I'm not doing this. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm not um performing for people like you that can't actually respect me as an artist. And the, yeah. the people that are seeing that as like entitlement, like the whole ticket thing, like I bought a ticket to see this, so I'm entitled to see the show. But in no way do people think I bought a ticket to see this artist, but if I act like a fucking idiot, I will pay the consequences for being a fucking idiot. Like it's yeah. It's just absolutely nuts. Like, I, I can scroll through the comments on this, right? And the thing that totally throws me is that we're talking about, like, the whole main character syndrome. So people yeah. how this fan base is probably one of the weirdest ones out there. They're disrespectful. They're chronically online. They're just weird, weird as hell people. But then you've got people responding to this, like, damn, I traveled four hours to see this and you left halfway through the set? What the fuck? Or people traveled from Scotland to see this. Or uh, look at all these kids like just being assholes. Like I would have climbed up on stage and been the real asshole. It's like, come on, man. I don't know. Like, why can't you see the the issue in what's currently going on right now? Like, how are you so clouded by stupidity? I don't know. Because like I it's like with every band. 
but with death grips it's just a bit different because they are kind of known for that meme thing right but there are people that actually appreciate the music and what they are you know like the band as a whole but i think uh, i don't want to like throw tiktok under the bus right now but i just have to because it's just one of the many reasons why i think it happens at this point because there are just tiktok kids that see that shit right they're like oh my god so funny haha and they're like let me just do bullshit funny huh? me, when they come to like anywhere near me meanwhile like actual fans travel and want to see them and just like be like holy shit i'm finally able to see that shit live yeah. and then you have this whole fucking tiktok crowd full of stupid people being basically children it doesn't really matter if they're children or not if there were a child okay but to go to a concert like that i think you know either you go with your parents or you go by yourself and if you go by yourself you have brains so you mm. should know what to do or not to do totally. and people being absolutely batshit crazy not in a good way i don't know i think it's weird i don't appreciate that i would never want this to happen yeah. when i play on any stage doesn't fucking matter if it's small or not small Jesus Christ, like, don't throw shit at me. I'm going to throw it back. <laughs> no, yeah. I totally get you. It's like, kids are weird, man. And I, I get what you mean about not wanting to throw TikTok under the bus because, like, it's it's an app that's done quite a lot for, like, smaller bands and it's helped yeah. it grow huge. Like, seeing, like, Not Loose kind of become, like, a TikTok band has been pretty wild. Same with it. Yeah. It's, it's insane it's a thing and i mean it's entertaining and it's cool and you get to see shit because i live in switzerland it's boring as fuck here so i kind of rely on social media to kind of see what what's going on out there or like what what cool shit is going on be it on tiktok or on instagram i don't fucking care but it's so cool to see like bands or musicians getting attention from a simple app like that yeah. You know, just by posting a random ass video or something. So I think it's cool. But as said, because there are so many young people, like younger than me, I mean, I'm, I'm soon to be 23. And I mean, people under 18 and shit get to see music like that, which is kind of cool. But don't be an asshole if you go to a show. Right. That, I mean, it's common sense. Yeah. You know, if you, if, if you're, like, you know, the whole discourse about, yeah, young kids doing weird stuff in the pit or, like, just just being weird because they don't know what to do, that's fine. Because you can talk to them about it and shit and, like, be like, hey, yo, I know it's, like, your first time or, like, your second time to a show. Let me just talk you through it. But, like, you know, just fucking trolls going to a, to a show and just disrupting it and basically making it like the worst show for the artist that's not hardcore that's not cool not cool no one likes that no one likes that i just shut the fuck up it's not even like the show where they walked off like hasn't been like an anomaly apparently like the entire tour has been like this it's just it really oh no i thought it was just like one show apparently it's 
Like, like the kid pissing at the barrier before they've even played. Like, I think that's like a one-off. But apparently this entire tour has been like, I think like financially it's worked out quite good because yeah. like their fan base is massive and I don't think their fan base actually gets much of an opportunity to see them. Yeah. So people have traveled from like all over the world to like come to like certain dates. Like um, this guy complaining about traveling from Scotland and being like, I can't believe they walked off halfway through the set. Um, so I think financially it's actually worked out okay, but apparently every single show has just been like absolute so stupid for them. Like imagine just like as an artist, like being constantly stressed that shit is gonna go wrong at your show and you can do nothing about it. Like that just yeah, mm. that's absolutely nuts. Honestly, I'm getting like secondhand embarrassment for the shit that's been going on at their shows. Like I don't know, man. Like respecting people in general isn't that hard. I'm so sorry for them that they had to leave like mid set at this one show. And it sucks to go on tour and be like, yeah, people treat us like shit because you're a meme. That doesn't fucking matter. You're still an artist. You put work into the music that you make. Doesn't matter if it's a meme or not. Like Jesus. Uh, A mess. A mess. The scene is a mess, as always. Oh, that, that is just disrespectful, man. 